Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast, the first one in February. I don't know about you, but I feel like time is going by so quickly. Like the days go by fast, but also kind of slow. It's this weird kind of like interim feeling. Puppy life is definitely, maybe that's probably why she's finally sleeping through the night. I would say more than 50% of the week. So right now, like four out of seven days, I say she sleeps from like either 1030 till 530 or 10:30 till 630, something like that. Anyways, I feel like a big difference just being able to actually get uninterrupted sleep. So that's huge. I feel like we made a turning point. We still have to work on some training. She's still has separation anxiety, but you know, we're making progress and she's, she's, can be really sweet, but she also can be like quite the uh, the little menace. Let's let's just leave it at that. She's currently mauling my giant teddy bear. So let's see if she leaves me to actually be able to record this. Also, while I'm filming, she's now tall enough that she can like almost reach to the counter. So we are definitely learning every week how she's getting bigger and bigger. The new things she has access to that I now need to puppy proof. But with that being said. I am very excited for today's episode. It is with Kayla or Balanced by Kayla. You guys know I love her Pad Thai recipe, but she's also one of my soul sisters, one of my best friends. I cannot say enough great things about this magical human, Um, but in terms of a little bit more about her, Kayla is a registered holistic nutritionist, BIE or bioenergetics practitioner, mindset coach, and energy healer. Her high vibe spirit and passion for all things energy healing and holistic wellness is deeply rooted in how she serves her clients. Kayla specializes in helping her clients' well-being in the areas of gut health, hormone balances, and mindset. She believes that every individual is capable of healing and is extremely passionate about helping her clients uncover the true causes of her symptoms so that they can restore their health and live their most vibrant life. How delicious does that sound? She's very similar to me, guys. Her philosophy and everything like that is very similar, and you'll see that on this episode um, as we dive more into all of that. Things we talk about her routines, things she does, where you should get started on your health journey, and also the importance of doing everything mind, body, and soul, right? We can't just treat the body because we are temporary. <laughs> There's Akasha. We are eternal spiritual beings having a temporary human experience, so we really get into that. And with that being said, I also wanted to mention that I am going to be doing a lot more self-love stuff on the podcast and on my Instagram this month for February because y'all, y'all are not loving yourselves enough. This comes up with my one-on-ones, well-nourished, Akasha greetings. It doesn't matter. Everyone, like most people I come across need to be loving themselves more. So stay tuned for lots of that. And with that being said, let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the Live Well podcast. This podcast is designed to help you live well, body, mind, and soul. I'm your host, Liv, a natural health and wellness expert, and each week you will walk away with the insights, tools, and tips to truly live your best life. If you are looking to live well, you are in the right place. A new episode starts now. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I have one of my dearest friends, soul sisters, Kayla, on the show today. Guys, she is magical. She's truly one of my favorite humans. You probably know her from Balanced by Kayla or the queen of healthy pad thai, because I swear it is the recipe. I've probably made it six, seven times, and I don't make other people's recipes, guys. Like, I don't have time to make other people's recipes, but I make her pad thai. So at least make sure you go follow her to get that pad thai recipe. But I'm going to hand it over to her and just have her introduce herself a bit. 
Yay. Thank you so much for having me here today, Liv. Honestly, um, it's such an honor because you are just the health fucking queen. So I feel so excited to be here today and I'm so excited for this. Like next little bit, we get to just chit chat about all the things. So tell us a bit like of what you do, where you started, um, everything like that for anyone who doesn't know you already. Okay, cool. Um, so I guess like on paper, I am a registered holistic nutritionist. I am a bioenergetics intolerance elimination practitioner, and I am working towards becoming a certified, um, mindset, uh, NLP hypnosis, all the fun stuff coach as well, because the learning never stops. Um, but it, didn't always, you know, it wasn't always like this. Like I never sort of lived my life the way I am living now, um, back then. And it kind of started for me, um, back when I was really young in my early twenties, I got sick with a autoimmune condition called ulcerative colitis when I was 24. And it was like, it was bad. Like I was in the hospital. They couldn't figure out how to get me better. I had to go on like really severe biologic drugs. Um, they thought they were gonna have to do surgery to like remove my large colon. And for those who don't know what ulcerative colitis is, it's essentially like having like cold sores on the inside of your colon. So you have like these like really painful, like pustular wounds on the inside of your colon that basically have you like really inflamed, bleeding, um, out your colon, many trips to the bathroom, like nausea, you know, it's just not so fun. Um, and so with this diagnosis and basically at a very early age, having like my life turned upside down, I, it, I was really, um, motivated to try to figure out how to like get healthy. Um, no one wants to be told that they have like a lifelong illness that's irreversible, you know, incurable, and they have, you have to be on meds for the rest of your life. So naturally for me, I was just like, oh my God, like, how do I get better? How do I do this naturally? How can I, you know, support my body at such a young age to get better and not be, you know, living in this state of like disease and, um, and not feeling, I'm feeling so unwell. So from there, from an early um, age, I was really inspired to learn about nutrition, learn about, you know, organic eating supplements. I started seeing naturopath. Like I was really um, open to alternative therapies and healing like right away because I was just so motivated. Like when your health gets taken away from you and for anyone who's listening, who might, you know, be going through something similar, I have gone some, gone through something similar and know somebody it's a big motivation when you don't feel well, um, your motivation to change just becomes that much greater. And so that's kind of how I started getting into holistic wellness and nutrition and trying modalities. I did a lot of like even meditating. Um, I grew up like in a Catholic home, but I like my parents never really imposed those kind of beliefs on us, but more so spiritual. So I kind of knew of like a higher power. So when I was in the hospital, I started to pray to like this higher power. I started to meditate. I just started calling on things that like I didn't really know what I was doing, but I just I felt called to do. And I just kept exploring that further when I got out of the hospital to just keep searching for ways and answers to, to heal and get better. And I started looking for other people who were trying to heal naturally and get better. And I started to find, you know, other people who were healing through diet, who were healing through different um, alternative therapies. And that's kind of what led me to, you know, holistic nutrition, um, number one, and number two, BIE, um, which is the, the modality that I um, work with clients on in person to help overcome some of my intolerances and help my body to, to heal. I really love how you brought together there, like physically and mentally, 
like how it wasn't just like the things you physically did for your health, but also the mental things you were doing for your health. And that like, even now you're getting certified in mindset now, I'm sure it's because you know about the importance that it's not just, you know, health physically, but health mentally. And so can you like talk about how you find it? It's important or what you find important about the two and how we really do need both. I mean, my audience knows that I'm passionate about it, but I know that you are as well. And that's also why you're doing more of the hypnosis and stuff to add to your, the things that you can offer your clients as well. No, absolutely. And, and here's the thing, I think our natural inclination when we're trying to, you know, heal ourselves, the first thing that we try to do is we look at our diet, right? We're very, we're doers as, as human beings, right? And we like to like, fix and do and and it's like okay like what should I cut out naughty I'll do this I'll do that 10 push-ups to get me abs okay I'll do this right so we're very like inclined to want to do things first right so that becomes the the nutrition the supplements okay I'll stop eating gluten I'll start eating you know grain-free bread and I'll start you know eating more vegetables and I'll stop with sugar right we, we try to really focus on like what can I do mm-hmm. and for a lot of people, because in our society, in the Western world, we, we're praised for the things that we do, right? And so we we naturally feel better when we get that kind of praise. So we, we're more inclined to focus on our diet and supplements. Um, and that's great. But for a lot of people who either deal with chronic illnesses or are hit with, you know, very strange, unique um you know, illnesses that kind of can't really explain or like their tests come back fine, but they're still not feeling well, right? This is where we have to look at the body as an entire being. And this is where in the hospital back when I was 24 and I got diagnosed, I started doing like the prayer was because it wasn't only the food that my mom was bringing in from home because I stopped eating hospital food. It was, it was the prayer, it was the meditation. It was like the feeling I had inside that I knew I was going to get through this. Like my mom, I remember her telling me like, Kayla, like, you look so sick and like, I don't know how you're doing this, but like you are inspiring us. Like you, like, how are you doing this? Like you're, I'm like, I don't know, mom. I just, I'm, I'm praying. And I know that God, the universe, like the creator, my higher power, I've got angels that are watching over me. Like I literally could feel it. I knew I wasn't alone. I just had this feeling and I'll be honest on my own journey is that I I too have gotten wrapped up into like, you know, being super hyper-focused on my diet, hyper-focused on my supplements, hyper-focused on my, on my regimen. Right. Um, but we have to remember as human beings, we are not just our physical bodies, right? We are energy beings first and foremost. We come from energy. We are made from an energetic source, right? So, um, our physical bodies, like the matter that, that, that we see, you know, when we look at, when we, when we look at a person, we see them, but we actually can feel people, right? How many times have we been in a room and it's been so awkward? Like you could have literally cut like the awkwardness with a knife, right? Like it's so sharp, so awkward, right? Or, you know, when you're at a concert and you can feel the energy of the thousands of people around you, like the vibration is so high. You can't even help but smile around you because everyone is just on this high vibe, having so much fun. So that is the energy that I'm talking about when I say we are not just physical beings, we are energetic beings as well. And so when we think of healing, yes, we, we heal with nutrition. It keeps our physical body healthy, but what happens to our energetic bodies, right? And that comes from the place of our mind. If the mind does not believe the body can heal, if you have an unhealthy mind, meaning you're thinking toxic thoughts, negative thoughts, you have negative beliefs, 
you are imprisoning your body to not be able to get well as well. And so that's why mindset is such an important focus on the healing journey. And it's something that often gets left out or it becomes the last resort when we've done all the things. And if you're on this journey too, guys, and you're listening, you're like, man, I've done the diet. I've done the supplements. What else am I missing? You need to look back and say, where have you done the work on yourself? Where have you done the work how are you talking to yourself in the mind in the morning? Do you wake up and look in the mirror and say, damn, you're fucking good girl. Like you look awesome. Right. Or are you like, your hair is such a mess. Oh my God. That red pimple. Everyone's looking at it now. Oh my God. Like that. Like, what is that roll on your stomach? Disgusting. Oh my God. That cellulite, right? Like, are we criticizing our bodies or are we loving our bodies? And I'm not perfect. This takes daily work. But when we think of mindset, a lot of this stems back to where it all began. What was your childhood like? What was your upbringing like? And I can speak for myself, you know, when I was little, I was bullied. Like I had terrible bullies when I was younger as, as a child. And, you know, even though my parents loved me and they, they encouraged me, they supported me, they thought I was, you know, a great student, all these things, you know, for eight hours of the day when I was at school, I was basically made to feel like I was worthless and I wasn't good enough. And so that belief, subconscious belief, even though at home, I was made to believe that I was a successful student, a great daughter, a great sister, that belief carried forward into relationships, you know, into love relationships where I didn't believe I was worthy. So I was in, you know, very toxic relationships for very long periods of time where I dated someone who didn't treat me well, right? And what happens when we stay in these relationships? It's trauma. Trauma hits the body. And that trauma hits the body physically. And I believe that my colitis, well, I think was initiated from a food poisoning um, endeavor a month before my colitis hit that trauma that happened in the body, I was just so traumatically, traumatically brought down that that sparked the fire that lit everything up. And so this is where the journey begins, guys, where we have to heal physically. Yes, food, nutrition, all those things are important, but they're only a piece of the pie. The trauma work, the mindset work, the self-love, that's, that's where we have to dive into next. I literally could not agree more with everything you just said. You basically just said everything that I tell people in well-nourished and one-on-one because so many people come to me and they're like, I've tried this diet. I'm taking all the supplements. Even people are like I'm paleo. I don't eat that, but I'm still bloated all the time or I'm still bathroom issues. It's because they don't do the emotional work and not enough people are talking about the fact that emotions and trauma have physical manifestations, your mindset. If you are coming at, you know, being healthy from a place of hating your body and punishing it, so you're making it, you know, eat chicken and vegetables because you hate it, you're not going to get the results. And that's why it doesn't stick. And so I'm so happy that you, like me, are helping women really realize that they need both. Like, yes, of course, we're not out there eating the McDonald's. Like, we still have to eat well and supplements can help. But we need to do it both. We need to do the emotions. We need to do the trauma stuff. We need to do mindset because that's actually how you get those big transformations. Because otherwise, you know, it's like that's why things fail so much in, in the past. It wasn't really like the supplements or the diet itself. It was your mindset going into that. It was the trauma that you hadn't released. It was the negative beliefs and all of that kind of stuff. And I really like how you said as well, the health of your mind goes way beyond even just your body and your physical symptoms. It's how you show up in relationships, how you show up in your job, your worthiness with your partner, or even your friendships. All of that plays out and all of that has to do with health. Health is not just like, I don't know, drinking celery juice and, you know, eating gluten-free <laughs> crackers. I mean, I wish it was, but like 
that's why they say like you can't heal a body you hate and that like if you don't do the emotional stuff like if you don't work on what's going on in your head and your heart you're never going to have that health or whatever that you that you want right a hundred percent i think back like and you know maybe you guys can relate i love using this example with clients is like do you remember when you were a kid and you were like, oh, I don't want to go to school today. Like this test is going to be brutal or something you were trying to skip out on. So you fake being sick, right? You stayed home, you pretended you had a cough and you know, oh, my tummy hurts, mom. I can't go to school today. Right. We've all been there and done that. But at the end of the day, like you actually started getting sick because you you embodied the symptoms and the feelings so, so well that by the end of the day, you actually started to catch a cold and you're like, crap, this freaking backfired on me. Like I actually am getting sick now. This wasn't supposed to happen. I actually wasn't sick today. Right. Because you, if you, so if you can physically manifest your body to get better, then can you not physically manifest your body to get well? Right. And sometimes, and it, it, sometimes it's hard to do that on your own, which is why working with someone is really important because I've been there. I've been very sick in a flare and it's like, you can't even cut out the noise because the physical symptoms are so, they're so loud, right? The nausea, the pain, the headache, the throbbing, like all these symptoms are so loud that you can't, you can't, you know, pretend being well, right. Where, you know, um, and that's where having someone come in to help support you through that is really crucial because I think, well, a lot of us can, you know, try to say, okay, I can, I can eat healthy on my own. I can cut out this and cut out that and take this and take that. We, we get really good, um, on autopilot at doing those things we can, right. Once we're taught the tools and the skills and the knowledge, but sometimes the emotional, the mindset stuff, it's, it's a little bit more challenging, right? Because it sneaks in through the back door and we're not always on it the way that we can be on food, right? We can easily physically see when we're pairing, you know, creating a meal with chicken and broccoli and cauliflower rice and zucchini, right? It's very easy um, to do that and be very consciously aware of it. But it's the subconscious things that sometimes we aren't so aware of, we get tripped up on. And that's where having someone there to help support you. So I just another thing to bring up is that, you know, sometimes we kind of get down ourselves like, why can't I just do this on myself, Right. Yeah. And, and you need to have somebody who is seeing over you with a bird's eye view, because if you're inside of a, if you're inside of a jar of glass, you can, you don't have the perception to see beyond you. You just see what's inside you all around you in that, in that jar. You don't have that bird's eye view. So even coaches need coaches, right? Like it's, it's no one's immune to this. It's not like, oh, well, I'll just do this and I'll be fine. It's like, no, 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 no. Like you need somebody to help you through that because they're going to see things you, you'll, you'll never be able to see. That's just how it is. So. And someone also who's an expert, I do have people I find on Instagram when I talk about like doing the emotional work of the trauma release, be like, okay, can you give me the steps to do that? And I'm like, no, like I could not do it for you over an Instagram DM. Like that's no, that's not. <laughs> and if that's why you need the help of an expert of someone to do it with you, because like, if you could see your own blocks and if you could do it yourself, then you probably would have already. Right. Exactly. Exactly. If you like, you know, if we had the cure for some magical disease, it's like, well, then we'd all just be hopping on Google and doing A plus B equals C. Um, But the thing is, is that everyone is so individual and I'm sure, you know, while we all have these tools in our toolbox to use the way that we, the way that we use them, the, the, um, 
you know, the flow and the order in which we do so will change client to client because everybody is so different. Yeah. And so we can't just apply, unfortunately, right? Like we, we, we've, grown up, we've grown up to be very conditioned in a society where it's like, you know, you're a kid, you, you know, stay at home with mom for a little while, then you go to school and you finish elementary school, then you go to high school, and then you finish high school, and then you do some kind of post-secondary, or maybe you go into the workforce, but essentially it all funnels into the workforce, right? Like that's kind of like the way life goes. And so we think very much like that when it comes to our health, like, okay, so just tell me what to do. What pill should I take? What shouldn't I eat? What should I write down? What should I journal about? Right. And this kind of also leads back to this notion of, you know, looking outward for the answer, like, what does this person tell me to do and that person, right? And really when you work with a coach like Liv or like me, it's like we are coaches aren't here to prescribe what to do. We're help, we're here to help actually guide you, right? To actually ignite your own inner self-healer. And that's a really important thing that if you're working with someone and they're not inspiring you to actually realize that you are the key that unlocks your own health, like the person is there to help hold space for you, of course, and guide you and help you see your blocks and give you, you know, um, support on how to do that. But essentially you are a part of this. This isn't like you tell me what to do and I go do it and I get better. You're a part of your own healing, right? You have to do that, that deep work. You have to look into the shadows. You have to acknowledge where you aren't being truthful or sometimes, you know, it's, it's the things that we don't want to look at and see, but those are the things, those are the very things that will release us and help us get to the level of health that we want. And that's the thing is so many people, I feel like they want, they come to me saying, oh, can you like prescribe me a supplement for this? And okay, maybe sometimes supplements are necessary, but I notoriously, um, when I have people come to me and they see the amount of supplements I put them on, they're like, oh my God, like the last naturopath had me on like 15 different supplements and they did nothing. I'm like, okay, yeah, we might need a couple, but I need you to do the deep work and you need to be willing to do that. It is not like, let's pop a natural bandaid instead of a synthetic one and call it a day. You need to do that deep work. And I even had like, for example, you know, I check a lot of eczema patients. I don't know. I have since I was in clinic and I don't know why, but I had two different clients, full body eczema, like ruining their life, could not, you know, go to school or the other one couldn't go to work, et cetera. Both the same, but both very different in how I had them unpack their beliefs and the emotional and the the uncovered stuff that was triggering it for each of them. So yes, I still, you know, we, we do the deep work, but that's why it's so different for everyone because the emotion and the past trauma for one person was different from the other one, even though they were both the same condition. And so we had similar things, you know, we're, we're taking vitamin A for skin health, we're doing some of the supplements and the omega-3s, whatever, that's great, but also that deep inner work that stops the flares. And I will say, since they did that, they do not get flares. I had a TMJ girl, like she, we... Um, released a bunch of anger for her has not had TMJ since. And she had it for years. Like it's, it's crazy. Once you see the actual effect that like healing trauma or NLP or hypnosis, more of these like deeper modalities can actually have on physical health. And that's what people need to realize. Absolutely. And it's so much more empowering. Like how empowering is it for a client to walk away who, you know, both of those eczema patients, for example, would have gone to the doctor would have been, would have been prescribed the same corticosterone topical treatment for, you know, anti-inflammation, et cetera. 
um, whether they got results or not, the doctor would say, well, this is as much as this is all I can do for you. Maybe the next thing you want to try is biologics because they now have a biologic drug for eczema, but it's like, it's, it's the same thing, right? It's like you go down the list, school, elementary school, high school, college, university. Okay. Try this drug, this drug, this drug. Oh, we've reached the end of the line. We have no more drugs for you. That this is just your life now. Right. And, and so how empowering is it now to be like, no, I released the shit that kept this physical disease coming up on my body that it no longer is here anymore. And I know how to take care of my body. I know that I'm no longer deficient in these vitamins. I no longer have this level of inflammation and I've supported my body through these supplements. Right. Mm -hmm. That is so fucking empowering. Exactly. And that's like, even when people leave me after three months, like for example, this, one of my eggs people are now done and now she has the tools to identify okay, like, is this emotion coming up for me? Okay, what do I do now to help myself heal it and release it going forward so that I don't end up in a flare? So it's really like we said about teaching people and empowering them to heal their own bodies because they can, they just need some like guidance and taught how to do it going forward. So it's not like every time, you know, they need to come back to me to release it. Now that they've worked with me or, you know, I'm sure you do the same, they work with you for a period of a few months now they learn how to do it for themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I literally had a client call today and this was her exact situation where she's like, I literally, I feel so happy now because I wake up on Monday and I've got snacks prepared. I know what my meals are going to be. I know how to feel better. Like I had some celebrations on the weekend, but she's like, I know what my body needs now to thrive and my, like my bounce back is like two seconds versus like the perpetual, okay, now I'm just, you know, I'm getting, now I'm in the cycle of like, oh, I feel shitty. So I'm just going to order takeout again. I'm just going to do this and do this and drink and whatever. And now it's, oh, it's the weekend again. So let's do it all over. Right. And it just becomes yeah. this tumble effect of like the snowball. And now it's like, no, I can, you know, have some takeout or enjoy something. And then, you know, Sunday meal prep and Monday we're like, we're, we're laughing. We're feeling amazing. Right. And that's, that's really, it's, it's so incredible. I've had clients, you know, a lot of people sleep. A lot of my clients can't fall asleep, can't stay asleep, wake up to pee, wake up in the morning. They don't feel rested. Like their sleep is just gone to shit. And, you know, when working with my clients and implementing like a sleep hygiene routine and different practices, I provide different journal prompts, different, different affirmations. Um, sometimes it's just a matter of like doing some journaling and then reading, like it's literally different combinations of things, but then they sleep through the night. They're not, you know, they don't need melatonin. They don't need anything to help sleep. Sometimes they do, but sometimes, but like, no. And then they're not waking up in the middle of the night. So they're getting full night's rest. They're not getting up to pee. They wake up in the morning with energy. They feel refreshed. Some of them don't even set alarms because they just wake up not to be on their own. Like it's just, it's a totally, it's, it's a total game changer. Like they have their life back and they, they're in control of it. Cause guess what? When things get out of hand again, they have the tools that they can use to rewire, rework and reset. Like it, that is the greatest gift you can, anyone can give themselves. That just reminded me how important sleep is. Having been sleep deprived this last month, I'm like, yeah, sleep deprivation is like the worst. I know. (laughs) I know. So now when people are not sleeping, I'm just like, oh my God, we got to fix that first because I've been there and oh my God, like not sleeping, I think is like, oh yeah. Luckily we're getting over that hump. Uh, She's starting to sleep through the night, my puppy, but yeah, sleep. So you talked about like your sleep hygiene routine, a sleep routine. And you also talked about um, 
kind of like the habits and it, it takes time and sort of like breaking negative talk. So like a lot of like routines or habits that you're forming. So yes. can you speak kind of like on your routines and like maybe how you stay consistent or certain routines that you do that you feel like you would recommend other people do, or you see a lot of like, I don't know, bang for your buck, et cetera. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I'll be honest. I know I, I go through phases. So some people are really like diligent with routines where like they get up, it's like they brush their teeth, teeth, they go sit down, meditate, go through like a ritual. I think for me and, um, is that I like to choose what my body is needing at that time, but I have the tools available to me. So some mornings I'll wake up, maybe I'll do a meditation. Maybe I'll do some journaling other mornings. I might wake up and I might just like put on a song and like dance. I just need to like move my body, like raise my vibration. Right. Um, some mornings, like I want to go for a walk. Like I will change it up depending on what my body needs. And I tune into my higher self. One of the questions that I'll ask myself is like, what is my, like, what does my higher self want today? What do I, what do I need? Um, and the answer will come. I'll, I'll, I'll be like, okay, I need to do a brain dump. Like if I'm feeling too heavy, like my emotions are just all over the place. I feel overwhelmed. I'm like, okay, I have to sit down, do a brain dump, do some journaling, do a bit of meditation, like to get, like center myself. Other days I'll be feeling in a funk and I got to like move my body and like energy is just getting pent up and I have to release it. So I tell my clients this, like once we kind of learn the tools that we have available to us, then we can tap in and utilize them when we need to. Our schedules are constantly changing. I think where people get stuck, same with like, you know, working out routines where they think, oh, if I'm going to exercise today, I have to work out for an hour. Why can't you just go for a walk for 10 minutes, right? A 10 minute walk is going to release endorphins. It's going to give you fresh air. You're going to feel amazing. Even if you can't do an hour workout, that 10 minute walk is still something, right? So people get so bogged down into like, oh, I have to do 10 minutes of my meditation and 20 minutes of journaling. And then, you know, five minutes of this, right? We get so overwhelmed that sometimes we just skip out on it because we're like, oh shit, like I couldn't even get through to it today. Right. So ask yourself what you need and find something that works for you and know that you have the tools available to you. So sometimes I love doing like, if it comes to journaling, I like to do affirmations like I am statements, what, what I'm affirming, what I'm like three things that I'm calling in that day. Um, sometimes I like to do three things that I'm releasing that I want to get rid of. So things that I know I'm holding onto that I need to let go of. Maybe, maybe I'm trying to control an outcome of something. Or I'm trying to control something in my body or someone around me I'm trying to control. So like, what do I want to release? Um, and what do I want, what do I want to affirm? What do I want to call in? I also love to do like future self journaling. So let's say like you're trying to manifest something. You want to call something into your life. Maybe it's a trip. Maybe it's a house. Maybe, you know, so something, some kind of scenario you're trying to call in. I like to future self journal. So you're almost journaling as if it's already happened. Like, oh my God, I'm like packing and like my suitcase is all ready to go. I'm so excited to take off. This is going to be the best, you know, trip of my life, whatever. So doing future self journaling is so much fun because you get to almost like escape to that day that this whole thing is playing out for you. And when you embody, remember I talk about embodying that feeling when we embody illness, we feel ill. If we embody, you know, vitality, life, that future state, our bodies don't know the difference. It's going to think that it's already happened to us and we'll be that much it'll be that much easier for us to attract. So I like to do that as well. But sometimes I also just like to like pull a card in the morning. You know, if I don't know what I want to journal about, I'll pull a card and ask like, what do I need to know today? And the card will come up and I'll, you know, interpret what, what that card means and do some journaling on that. So I like to change it up depending on what I need, but I guess what's been, what's, you know, very helpful is having these different tools that I know are available to me that I can use. Sometimes I use my mala, um, my I am energy and live well, um, collab mala that I'll use for affirmations and mantras. 
Um, it really just depends on what I need. And I think that's what's so important is that don't follow a script. Don't follow, you know, what you saw online. Use these things that you're learning as tools that are really available to you in this massive toolbox. Mm-hmm. So because we get into this like right or wrong behavior, like, oh, shoot, I missed my morning meditation. My whole day is going to be thrown off. Okay. Yes. Sometimes we do feel like that because meditation really grounds us, but what can you do to recenter yourself? So you didn't get in in the morning. Can you take 10 minutes now? Can you do 10 minutes before bed? Right. All, all is not lost because you got thrown off. It's like, how do you get back to center and start again? You know, I like what you said, because it's still a routine for you. You're just in the routine of tapping in and doing something for you. So whether it is the dancing or the journaling or the meditating, it's still the routine of doing something to start off your day right, whatever feels good to you in that moment. I think that is like the key is that the intention you're doing, whether it is the dancing or the journaling of how you're going to start your day and what that means for you that day. And so I think that's also important for people to do is like, how are they starting their day in this routine? How does, you know, whether it's the journaling or the dancing, how does that set the tone and doing something like that, pulling from the toolbox that they have to actually set like the tone for the day and to, yeah, really make it an amazing day. Cause it really does set the, the whole thing. Whereas ah. if you were rushed and frantic and like running out of bed, running, got to get to, I don't know, like a zoom meeting, I guess now, cause everything's online, but you know, having that extra little time for yourself in the morning to do something like that for you. Yes, exactly. And, 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 and that's what it's all about. It's like, it's the intention behind what you're doing. Because the other thing is that if you're just journaling for the sake of journaling, and you're just like, oh, I'm just, I'm checking the boxes, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to receive mm-hmm. what you're meant to receive. Yeah. Like, you know, I had a client who really was just like repulsed by taking her vitamins. Like, as a kid was kind of like traumatic. I remember this story. This is a good one. Okay, continue. I, I remember like, you know, as a kid, she just, you know, had to take a lot of medications. And so I didn't realize this till the end of us working together, but she was just like, honestly, like I was repelled one day and I just couldn't take my vitamins. And I was like, wait, wait, wait a second. Like, you don't like taking your supplements. And she's like, yeah, I just, I have to really like mentally focus and prepare myself for it. And I was like, oh, Okay. So we went through all the supplements and changed everything over to like either like liquid or powdered form or whatever. So we found a way. So she wasn't swallowing essentially and everything changed. Like her symptoms literally changed. Cause I was like, I feel like if your body, if every time you take a supplement and you like, you want to like literally like reject it and throw it back up because you don't want to swallow your supplements. If you feel that at your core that you don't want this, even though you're taking these supplements, your body's just going to reject them. And that's what was happening. And then when she took them in a form that her body was, you know, not stressed, not feeling triggered, was calm and relaxed, mm-hmm. the supplements could do the work they were meant to do. And she could actually absorb and utilize them. And she felt the benefits from it. Mm-hmm. So we can't just check off. We can't just check off the boxes. Like that would have been like a check off the box. Like, okay, I know these supplements are good for me. So I'm just going to get it down my throat, right? Get it down the hatchet. It's like, no, and this is for anyone even who you know, might be on like a medication and maybe your belief systems that you don't want to be on meds. Right. But you know, every intention is everything. So if you're taking a medication, for example, and you don't want the negative side effects of it, you know, when you're taking that medication or it's being administered to you envision that it's only bringing in good and your body is releasing whatever it no longer needs, whether there's, you know, toxins from that medication or whatever intention is everything. So if you believe this medication you're taking is going to help and everything else is going to, you know, wash away and go back into mother earth the way it needs to, then, then that matters. If you're taking supplements and you don't think that your naturopath is really helping you or they're doing anything for you, 
that matters. Don't just take the supplements if you don't understand why, or if you think they're going to actually help, like intention matters. And we've seen it in practice, literally working or not working, depending on the scenario. So it's really important to really tune into what your body needs and follow through on that. Well, that's also why there's the placebo effect, right? People believing it's something going to work and it works. Exactly. So for someone who's just like starting on their health journey or they're like at the bottom now, they're feeling their their lowest, where should they start? Like what advice could you give to someone wanting to actually start now, wanting to take control of their health, do all these things that maybe they feel overwhelmed? Because we talked about a lot. We talked about you have to do all these things. So they're a bit overwhelmed now. What would you say for them to start? Honestly, I would say ask your body what you feel like you need. Do you feel like, are you getting the results you want on your own? Number one, right? Have you downloaded freebies? Have you researched the web? Have you tried different supplements, diets, whatever? If you've kind of gone down that road and you're not getting the the right answers, maybe it's time to consider working with someone Mm -hmm. and take your time with that. Make sure you find the right person. It's really important that you work with someone that you feel is aligned to your values and can help you. Everybody, like every practitioner will bring their own unique thing to the table based. Maybe like, maybe they've been through the same thing as you, you have, or maybe they've said something that resonates for you. Mm -hmm. Lean into that. It's important that you work with someone, but don't try to do it on your own. Um, obviously there's lots of things online and unfortunately there's lots of misinformation online as well. There's a lot of great information. There's also misinformation. So it can be very overwhelming. So I would say, try to find someone that you really resonate with and start with that. Um, and make sure that there is a mindset component when working with someone, if you are really trying to get transformational healing. If you're just looking, if you're like, you know, kind of surface level, I just want to fix up my diet a little bit, you know, I just, you know, maybe you don't have like any real symptomatic issues, but you just want to eat better, whatever. That's one thing. But if you're struggling with like some serious or just chronic, so like it might not be serious, but every single day or every single period you have, you experience this, if it's been going on for the last six months, one year, two years, 10 years, then you need to make sure that there's a mindset component integrated into the holistic component. It cannot just be about diet supplements, make sure that they are supporting your mental health and focusing on the emotional components of your healing, because that's how you're really going to make sure that all areas are being covered and you're going to get the transformational health that you want. No, I could not agree more with everything you just said. And I just see it so much. So I really hope that people like who aren't scared anymore, who listen to this episode and like get inspired to not be scared to take that step or be in fear that it's not going to work. Like you just, there is someone out there for you. And like, you just need to keep hunting for that person, find that person who's going to resonate with you and help you and all of that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And speaking of that, actually, people who tend to not put their health first or to be like, no, like I don't have time. I don't have money. I don't have this. I don't have that. Like, what's your advice for those people who aren't willing to put themselves first or don't value their own health enough? Right. Like, oh, let me just like get PMS every single month or have chronic migraines that, you know, I actually had someone who had chronic migraines that would leave them not able to go to work every day, um, like during their cycle. And that was not enough for her to actually do something to change her health. And it, it blew my mind. I was like, but what do you mean? Like, you feel so shitty. You cannot go to work. How are you not doing something about this? So like, right. what do you say to these people who are not putting it first? 
Yeah, I think there's a couple things going on there, right? Like, I think some point at some point in their life, they didn't be they did not they don't believe like, right there, there's there's a self worth issue, Mm -hmm. your self worth is so low that you don't believe that you're worthy of feeling good every day. So you show up this way every day, whether someone told you this, you experienced something traumatic when you were younger, but there's, there, there's a deeper belief that I'm not worthy enough. Yes. Because, um, and it's not like, you know, my first thought in my mind when I was sick was that like, well, I'm worthy of being better. So I'm going to find an answer. It was just like, I'm young. There's no way I'm going to be stuck like this for the rest of my life. I need to find a better way out of this. Like I want my health back. Right. And even though I had tons of experiences in my life traumatically that, you know, would say my health, like my self-worth was low, but I felt this call and I would say that, you know, perception is projection, right? So if you perceive, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough resources. There's no way like it's a glass literally being half full can either be half full or half empty, right? It's filled right to the middle. So your perception, what if that, what if a waiter is coming in and is just going to fill that up? Then the glass is going to be full, right? Then the glass is half full because someone's coming and it's going to refill it. Or maybe, you know, you're in the desert and you're drinking this glass and it's going to be half empty, but it's your, your perception of whether that glass will be fill, filled up or not will project what you think is possible for you. And this is what's been coming up for me lately um, with clients and on discovery calls is that people's perception is what they project. So the perception of is, you know, I don't have enough time. I'm too busy. I can't make the time. I don't have enough money. But when you actually peel back what's happening, it's like, okay, well, let's look at this then. Let's look dollars and cents. How much money are you spending on, you know, clothes that you don't really need because you're trying to cover up the bloat or you're making yourself feel better. How much are you spending on your skincare to like get rid of the acne and how much money are you spending on a therapist that isn't really helping you? And I'm not saying therapists really do help, but for some people they're spending their money on things that aren't getting them what they want. So if you added all that up mm-hmm. and put that into one container, working with someone over the course of three months to get the results that they wanted, imagine what, what could be possible, but because no one else around them, let's say has invested, no one else around them has gotten healthier. No one else around them. Yeah. They have nothing to compare to. They don't think it's possible. Like my client, um, we just finished up working together for the last three months. And she said, you know, I'm actually shocked that I'm living this as a lifestyle now, because to be honest, Kayla, none of my friends around me live like this. They all, you know, binge on the weekend, Monday comes, they feel shitty. They get, they just get by, get through the week and then they do it all over again. The cycle continues. Right. So for me, one of her goals was I want to live healthy as a lifestyle. I want my weekends and my weekdays to feel one and the same. I want to be able to have a pizza on a Wednesday night and not feel shitty. Right. And so we, we worked on this and now coming out of this, she's just like, Oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. This is actually true. Like I used to look at everybody else and be like, how do they do it? How do they just get up on Monday and feel bright and bushy tailed and like, just like get through their work week. Right. And feel like so on it. They got their meals prepped and all this stuff. And she would look at everybody else and mean like, how come they can do it? But I can't because her and everyone around her, that wasn't their reality. So that was her projection. Her perception was her projection. But now having gone through it and find these results, she's like, oh my God, I need to like help my friends now. Now I got to tell them what to do and help educate them and my mom, my parents, all these people around me she's like, you know, excited and motivated to influence their lives because she sees what's, what's possible. Her perception has now changed. Therefore her projection onto her friends is now changing. 
And I love, and I always say like, people, our clients are not special. Like they're special, but like, it doesn't mean that it's not possible for you. Like it is possible for every human. If you're listening to this, it's possible for you. Like there is no, you have to live with this. I'm stuck this way. No. And I also encourage people to think about what is that transformation worth to you? Like, okay, let's talk like to have all these things. What is the value? If you were to put a price tag, most people will say priceless, right? Priceless to not be bloated, to have like good sex with your partner, to feel sexy in the bedroom, to have good, you know, bowel movements every morning, priceless. So then why are you like the price tag is irrelevant. And it's so funny because I was working on self-worth with one of my clients um, who was a bit hesitant at the beginning, but like took a, sell, or a step for herself, knew she had to make the investment, et cetera. And during our time working together, while healing her self-worth, which has to do with a healthy mindset, got a $35,000 promotion. <gasps> wow. Chills. Chills. Like, I believe it. Because she felt confident. She felt good in her body. Because yes, we were doing the nutrition, but we also did the mindset. Like she now makes $35,000. That paid for well more than, you know, working with me one-on-one. But like, it really goes to show you that like, even if you're scared of making the investment, like it comes back, like it came back to her and she was like, I don't even like, what is my life anymore? Like, what is my life? No, you know what? That's so true. My client that I just finished working with that I was telling you guys about, she's working, she's working two jobs. She just got a, she got a new job and she was, she's just like, honestly, she's like, you would think that I was like, how's your anxiety? She's like, you think I'd be stressed AF. Like, you know, I'm managing two jobs. I just started this new one, finished training. She goes, the word that's coming to mind right now is calm. She was like, I'm actually calm. She's like, I don't have anxiety. Like that is priceless. And she said the same thing. She's like, the investment in this program is worth the investment is well worth it because it's given her her whole life. It's totally different now. And that's what I always tell people and with anyone listening. I want them to know that like when you show the universe and you send a signal that you believe you are worthy, the universe supports you back. 100%. I thought like every single time I'm not special. You're not special. The other girl's not special in that regard. Everyone is supported. Everyone, you know, gets to have it come back to them. And then you're literally declaring to the universe, like, Hey, I'm worthy of this. So now I need you to back me up. And so it comes and backs you up. Right. Exactly. You just have to take that leap. Mm. So this is the last question I always ask everybody on my podcast. And that is, what does it mean to you to live well? Ooh, you know what? The first thing that just came to mind was living in alignment with myself. Yes, I love this. Okay, let's go. Living in alignment with myself because I always fucking change, guys. Like I could not even picture I I, I when when I first started my journey, I just I wanted to do BIE and in order to get there, how to do nutrition. And now where I'm at now, I'm like, now I'm on mindset. Now I'm like, now I'm like into astrology and human design. And I just, I'm just, I'm just, I keep growing and expanding. Right. So living well is living in alignment with myself, wherever I am, wherever I am on my journey. So that will always be changing. So if you feel like you have to just stay stuck, like you set this one goal and then you're like, but that doesn't feel right to me fucking change that shit, get in alignment and you will always be in your power. So living while is living in alignment with myself. I could not agree more. I've like loved so much of your answers. This is probably why we're such good friends because <laughs> we agree on like so many things. Um, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Feel free to like, let everyone know where they can find you, um, how they can work with you. If anyone is now feeling called and really resonate with what you said, um, if you have any, like, yeah, what are ways people can work with you and where can they find you? Awesome. Well, I 
live and breathe on IG. So Balanced by Kayla is my handle. Um, I focus mainly on my one-on-one coaching program, Evolve to Heal, although I do have a few other programs, my reset program um, and BIE. But if you have any questions or want to chat anything, healthy lifestyle, high vibes, whatever it may be, mindset, then come hang out with me on Instagram. Okay, I'm going to leave her Instagram in the show notes. You guys, you guys need to just go follow her anyways, because she's such a delight and such just like a light in my life. So make sure to go follow her. And thanks again for being on the podcast, Kayla. And if you guys enjoyed this episode, definitely share it on Instagram and let me know your biggest takeaway. And yeah, I will see you guys in the next episode.